the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It's always nice when you're on the cusp of the weekend, and we are, and this is going to be a fun weekend, most in the fall are, this one for a different reason, the American Leadership Forum at Genoa in Westerville is Sunday, Hugh Hewitt, morning host on the Salem Media Network, is on his way to town, I look forward to being with Hugh on Sunday, I look forward to being with not just Hugh, but you on Sunday, uh, ticket sales are robust. And we will have all six viable Senate candidates on the Republican side on the stage. Um, I know we're going to have uh, some local, maybe national media, on the scene. And I have been pondering uh, my interactions with them, if some should occur. And it's heartening to know that my expectations, low though they were, Uh, are being met already. Uh, We'll get into that today on a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Also, the Ohio legislature now is uh, openly punting on overruling any statewide uh, bans on mask mandates and vaccine mandates, and they're positioning it as a good thing. Uh, But when teachers' unions think something is good, I'm usually of the opposite opinion, and I certainly am on this. So, I'd also like to know if you've been hit as a small business person by supply chain issues. Because we see the ships parked out in the Bay, in L.A., Long Beach, maybe Florida, maybe, you know, in the Gulf of Mexico. And we wonder how applicable that is to us. Well, I found out last night, my wife went to the grocery and she came back and said, man, you can really tell a difference. I wondered how long it would take to feel a difference. Then I thought, well, what if you're not Kroger? What if you're not Target? What if you're not Home Depot? What if you can't afford to charter your own ship, your own transportation? There have to be a ton of small businesses who are being impacted by this. So I'd like to hear how it's touching you. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Not so much from customers, although you can certainly weigh in anytime here on the Bruce Hooley Show, but if you are a business person and you operate a small business, maybe you operate, I don't know, flower shop or an apparel shop or some other thing where you need product and you've placed an order and you've paid and you're a customer in good standing and it's not happening for you, mom and pa restaurants, is this touching you already? I think we need to put some local perspective on it. So I would love to hear from you, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Now, Daryl Rowland writes the Capital Insider column for the Columbus Dispatch, and I hope 
that Daryl was in attendance on Sunday night at Genoa in Westerville. By the way, you can still get tickets at 989theanswer.com. Am I right on that, Aaron? Just give me a thumbs up. Can you get tickets still to the American Leadership Forum? Are we sold out? You can still get tickets, and I believe you could walk up and get tickets if there are some left, but it's better to get them online yeah. to be sure. I found this out last night at a uh, soccer game. If you can buy tickets in advance, you have to now. The Ohio High School Athletic Association makes you buy your tournament tickets for all postseason tournaments and make you buy them online. And if you buy them ahead of time, this is not the case with the American Leadership Forum. Uh, so I should probably shouldn't even mention it, but you, you buy them ahead of time online, you get a little discount. You don't get a discount here, but you if you get a ticket online, you know you're in because we are selling these things. Everybody wants to be in here. Uh, and I know this bothers the left, that there are like-minded people, people who listen to the Bruce Hooley Show, people who listen to Hugh Hewitt, people who subscribe to the Daily Wire, people who read Breitbart, people who read Daily Caller, watch Tucker Carlson. This really offends People on the left, because they think we're rubes, they think we're stupid, We th- they think we're intolerant and hateful and divisive, and they don't like the fact that moms like Jennifer Foyt and Felicia Castle are running for school board, and they just want us to s- just butt out and leave it to the adults. And, you know, they are the adults, and they know better than we do. So the sarcasm and disdain is dripping off this Capital Insider column today. From Daryl Rowland. I've never met Daryl. I've had some Twitter interactions with him. Um, And he is taking the position that Matt Dolan is uh, the sane candidate. Now, I've never met Matt Dolan. I'll look forward to meeting him on Sunday night, and I'm perfectly willing to uh, evaluate his positions. But I said when he got into the race with his daddy's money that... It's a strange lane to try to occupy the Rob Portman lane, because right now, given how radical the left is and given how uh, Joe Biden never met a dollar of yours that he didn't want to take and spend on something that AOC prioritizes. I don't think that now is the time for a Rob Portman type candidate to succeed Rob Portman. And obviously, Daryl Rowland does not want a Donald Trump-type candidate to succeed Rob Portman. That's clear from his Capital Insider column because he extols the virtues of Matt Dolan being a moderate, and he makes a joke about churches. And he, he just says here, Dolan's early message in the crowded GOP phrase that his lonely stances, lonely stances, supporting the Portman-negotiated infrastructure bill, and backing certification of the 2020 presidential election results are based on following the U.S. Constitution and what's best for Ohio. Well, I'll tell you, Matt Dolan and Daryl Rowland and anybody else, no amount of spending on infrastructure bills or human infrastructure bills or whatever other nonsensical term the left is applying now to spending trillions of dollars in Washington is going to be good for the average Ohioan because it's going to further drive inflation. Have you filled up your tank? I filled up mine last week and this week. Gas is up, and I buy gas at Costco. Costco, amazingly low gas prices. Last week, 303. This week, 308. 308. A lot of you are paying more than 325. Now, I don't drive, I drive a vehicle that gets 33 miles to the gallon. And typically, I can fill that vehicle up 
for mm. 25 bucks. $37 last night. $37. Uh, that's why it's nonsensical to me when Joe Biden talks about his tax cut that yeah, it's not going to raise taxes on anybody making less than $400,000 a year. Well, that's moronic because an increase in gas prices is to me a tax that hits me every single week. Every single week. And it hits you too. I don't know very many people that don't need to buy gas. I don't make anywhere near $400,000 a year. It gives me no comfort that you're quote-unquote not going to raise my taxes, which is a lie because, of course, I'm going to bear costs of increased costs. When businesses' taxes are raised, they're going to pass that cost on to me. But Joe Biden talked about gas prices last night. He talked about the border. And he did a weird thing with his hands, which Senate candidate Bernie Moreno made an interesting observation about on Twitter. I'll play what Joe Biden said he plans to do, which is essentially nothing, to get gas prices down. What he had to say about other things last night and what his actions last night on stage might have suggested about his uh, physical well-being or lack thereof. All that ahead on a Friday edition of The Bruce Willis Show. So Joe Biden did a town hall back rub more latter than former last night with Anderson Cooper of uh, CNN. He's done one before with Don Lemon. It's really interesting. Don Lemon last night went on off in a rant about how it's not the media's job to sell the Democrats spending bill. And in there, Don Lemon made a crack about, yeah, yeah, he's doing a town hall. I know he's doing a town hall, like demeaning and diminishing the impact and effectiveness of Biden town halls. And the reason why they are ineffective is because he basically just throws up his hands and says he can't do anything. Here is uh, Joe Biden and Anderson Cooper on the subject of rising gas prices. Anyway, so there's there, there, there but I, I don't I must tell you, I don't have a near term answer. There's two things I could do. I could go in the petroleum reserve and take out and probably reduce, re- re- reduce the price of gas, maybe 18 cents or so a gallon. It's still going to be above three bucks. Mm. And one of the things that I refused to have happen because I didn't want anybody. I made a commitment. If you pass the stuff I'm talking about, not not one single penny in tax would go against anybody making less than 400 grand. And so if you notice, this is these highway bills are not paid for by gas tax. They're paid for by direct expenditures in other areas. So the average person doesn't have to pay more. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. There's a possibility to be able to bring it down. Depends on a little bit on Saudi Arabia and a few other things that are in the offing. So to review, there's nothing I can do except I could lower gas prices by 18 cents a gallon. It's a measly 18 cents. I'm not going to care about doing that. Let's see. If you put 20 gallons of gas 
in your car to fill it, uh, $0.18 a gallon times 20 gallons would be $3.60 you would save every time you fill up. You fill up four times a month, so that's like 15 bucks a month, which is like over $100 a year. But if he could send you a check in the mail and label it child tax credit or something for $100, then he would talk about how he's building back better. So he doesn't care about helping you even incrementally. There's nothing else he could do, he said. It depends on Saudi Arabia. Well, it doesn't depend on reopening the Keystone XL pipeline. Of course, I can't do that because that would offend all the greenies out there uh, to whom I am beholden because I never would have gotten elected if I hadn't promised to close the Keystone XL pipeline. But then I'll go to Scranton, Pennsylvania, to the Trolley Museum, and I'll muse about my upbringing and little Joey's life and how he was a Biden and... uh all the union people that I love, but I don't love the union workers on the Keystone XL pipeline. I don't love the uh, person who owns a hotel out there that she bought because she thought she was going to have a bunch of union workers staying in her hotel for years on end building the Keystone XL pipeline. See, this guy's positions are completely disconnected from reality. And then he started talking about the border. Anderson Cooper asked him about the border. And is he going to go to the border? And Joe Biden said, which I'd love this to be fact-checked because I don't think he ever has been there. But he said, I've been there before. I know it well. I guess I should go down. But the whole point of it is, I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of time to get down. I've been spending time going around looking at the $900 billion worth of damage done by by hurricanes and floods and, and, and weather. And traveling around the world. Well, he goes to his beach house every weekend, doesn't he? So am I to assume from this that he's not in charge of his own schedule? Do you think that it wasn't his idea to go pitch his infrastructure package in Scranton, Pennsylvania? And do you think that Jen Psaki and all the other people in the Biden White House didn't roll their eyes like, are you kidding me? The crazy old man wants to go back to Scranton to pitch this. Okay, well, we'll humor him this time. Do you think if he said, look, I got to get down to the border. I am getting crushed in the polls because people don't like us flying migrants to their communities in the dead of night. I at least have to go and improve my optics at the border. You think if he'd said that, they wouldn't say, okay. I mean, they might advise against it, but he is, theoretically, the president of the United States. So they have two ways to separate themselves from the disasters that they have created. Number one is to deny that there is a disaster. Afghanistan, you will remember, was a, and I quote, extraordinary success. And gas prices, well, that's somebody else's fault. So it's either the failure is a success, the shelves aren't bare, you need to lower your expectations, right? So it's either what you think is a failure is not a failure, the shipping crisis no, 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 that's because President Biden has brought us out of a recession, and he's doing a great job. 
That's what Pete Buttigieg would tell you. Well, he's not bottle feeding his baby while being paid by you to be off work for two months. So it's either the failure is a success. That's option A. It's someone else's fault. Saudi Arabia really needs to step up on the whole gas price thing. Or there's nothing I can do. I mean, there's there's nothing I can do. It's going to take time. Yeah, supply chain issues. It's going to be two years, whatever. Not a lot of personal responsibility going on. How about those shipping costs, by the way? Uh, The Donald Trump presidency, which the Democrats hate, what did it cost to ship a container from Asia to California in 2020? It cost $3,800. $3,800 a year ago. What does it cost now? But hey, don't worry. Don't worry. He's not going to raise your taxes unless you make $400,000 a year. Those prices to ship one container, $3,800 to $17,000. The retailers, Jen Psaki told us last week, the American people won't stand for those prices being raised. So that's just not going to happen. The people shipping those goods over here, they don't dare pass that along to the consumer because the American people will not stand for that. Right? I mean, every time you go in the store, like when hamburger goes up from uh, $10 in the package that you used to buy to $16 in the package that you buy now, don't you walk right up to the clerk and go, hey, hey, $6 more for the same hamburger I bought a year ago? I will not stand for that. And the clerk goes, oh, okay. Shh. Don't tell anyone else. Here's $6 back. Yeah, sorry. That's how it works, right? Be nice if it worked that way. It just doesn't work that way. So the alternate universe in which the Biden administration operates is Easy to laugh at, easy to criticize, easy to mock. But what's troubling is that there are enough people, enough people in our country who remain so loyal, so locked in to their disdain for Donald Trump that they refuse to recognize the reality of Joe Biden's failures. I mean, I look, I get you can pick a president, you can pick a, a, a favorite, and you can say, I don't like that guy, I'm sick of him, I hate his Twitter, I hate his braggadocious attitude, I hate his bluster, I'm not voting for him. I get that. What I don't get is how people continue to defend this. Like, what has he touched? What has he touched that has not turned to absolute disaster? Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.